continue to discuss this market as the Nasdaq comes under pressure this morning. Pretty substantial, down over a percent right now, giving back that Friday rip. John Petridis is here with us, portfolio manager at Tocqueville Asset Management. John, it's great to have you back on the show. Long time, no chat. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Okay, so update me on the way you're viewing stocks in this pocket of weakness we've had now for about a month. Yeah, well, I, I you know, we're my team is still in the camp of there is no alternative to stocks uh, with bond yields at historic lows, with nearly $15 trillion of the global bond market having a negative yield. Just about every bond that is purchased today, when you include inflation, you will give you a negative rate of return. I mean, the math works out that way, that every time you buy a bond today, you're basically locking in that rate, a negative rate of return when you include inflation. And that pretty much spans the entire world. So that and, and with interest rates rising, that is a headwind for bonds. Cash you're earning nothing on uh, right now. So that really leads the path of least resistance to stocks, uh, despite whatever volatility is ahead of us. So that's the bigger picture. But as we know, mm-hmm. Oliver, there's a million reasons of uh, increased or potentially increased volatility in the stock market that we could talk about. So the good old Tina trade still alive and well, John. Uh, the question here is if it's worked for so long and it's been basically the main pillar for the bull market, what about this reversal of policy direction now that we're getting from the Fed? The magnitudes that you're describing, no disputing it, right? The magnitude, the elevation of the yield is still low. The alternatives are not compelling. But what if the direction is just starting to change now after not just a couple of years, but really a decade if the Fed is able to start withdrawing support from the market? Yeah, well, I mean, listen, the Fed has been patient, and that's an understatement with how what they're doing with monetary policy. And there are a lot of cross currents to uh, actually be in the face of a GDP growth that will hopefully uh, allow the Fed to uh, taper in a very gradual manner and in a very, very telegraph manner, which is something that, you know, lessons learned from 2013. And also, to be honest with you, the way the Fed has handled this and the supply chain disruption, they took a cue from uh, 2011 from the ECB when the European Central Bank increased interest rates in 2011, April of 2011, when there were supply chain disruptions coming from Japan. And that helped set off the Greek debt crisis, which, of course, we also know in the summer of 2011, we had the initial um, uh, U.S. debt debacle, debt ceiling debacle at the same time. And, and there's a lot of uh, similarities to today's environment from back then. Uh, yet I think that uh, the Federal Reserve and investors in general are just uh, more equipped to handle uh, that type of environment today than, than, than back then. Okay. John, while we got you, definitely want to hear one of your favorite stocks right now. This is, I think, an overlooked name. I like this one, ACC, that uh, really doesn't get enough attention, I think, given a steady climb here over the past year. And this is a way to uh, play a return to campus to some extent. Is that right? Yes. So a couple of things to refine that Tina trade a bit further, Oliver, is is that we like, particularly our team specifically, which runs an enhanced income strategy, we like higher dividend paying stocks and companies that have the balance sheet to support that dividend, uh, not just stocks in general, right? So we're refining a little bit further. And ACC falls under that umbrella. Uh, the REIT sector has been the best performing sector in the, or one of the best performing sectors in the S&P 500 year to date. 
Uh, ACC has been a, a good stock year to date. It has a 3.8% dividend yield. And you know, sometimes it's good to be lucky than smart in this industry. And as I was writing my note this morning to your team, ACC put out a press release increasing uh, their funds from operation guidance, which is equivalent to earnings and, uh, uh, and above analyst expectations. And the stock has a nice pop this morning. So, uh, and it's a very simple story. You know, you don't have to worry about the, the Ever, Evergrande in China, and you don't really have to worry about tapering all that much with the Fed or, you know, this is basically a play on um, uh, ACC owns uh, on-campus and off-campus uh, housing for colleges. So as long as more kids go back to school, their occupancy rate goes up and they have escala uh, rent escalators built into uh, basically their contracts with the universities that help them offset inflationary pressures. Uh, now, the, the company does have debt on the balance sheet like most REITs do, but their uh, debt metrics are all going to improve simply because their uh, profitability is going to go up. So you know, you know, what may have been a concern six or eight months ago about their balance sheet no longer will be mm. if we look, in my opinion, if we look out six to eight months from now. And I think the wind is at the back of this company. And again, you get a good above average yield in, in a very interesting part of the uh, of the REIT stack, which is which is college campuses. All right, American Community Campus. Thank you, John. Uh, really like uh, overlooked REIT here. We're gonna trade it with that uh, bullish note this morning and an up fundamental guidance in mind. Thanks, John. For